With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin Daf Yudches, page 18. We begin on the bottom of Yudzayin Mabez, page 17b, the very last line. Amarle Ravina the Rava. Ravina says to Rava, Kasve v'oisve bekiste. If let's say he wrote a get, a divorce document, and he placed it in his pocket. If they stop their bickering and the arguing, then great. And if not, then I'll divorce her with this document. My, what's going to be the halacha with this case? Amarle, so... Rav responded and said like this, If this is somebody who doesn't really want to divorce his wife, so he's not going to be writing any kind of get, he's not going to write a divorce document, because a person doesn't uh, create problems for himself. The end of that story. Ravina says to Rav Ashi, The, the uh, divorce documents that come from outside of Israel, they're written in the month of Nisan. They don't get to Israel until six months later in Tishrei. Ma? So what did the rabbis accomplish with the Takana, which was to write the date? What did they accomplish with that? It doesn't in any way get given for six months. So he responded and said, listen, these types of stories, these types of documents, that there's a the rumors go out about them that this was something that was sent from outside of Israel, and this is something that was written six months previous, and people know about these types of documents, what's happening. Itmar. We learned that in memory we have an Amoraitic statement. From when do we count? We have to count three months from the time they get divorced in order for her to remarry to make sure that there's no children that she's not pregnant yet. So from when do we count that? From the time that he actually plans to give the get? Or from the time that it's actually given? Rav Amar Mishas Nasin. Rav says that you start counting from the time that the get is actually given to her. Shmuel Amar Mishas Ksiva. Shmuel says no. You start from when the, the actual document has been written. And the reason for this, according to Shmuel, is that from the time that it's actually written, he already plans to divorce her, so he's not allowed to have relations with her anymore, and therefore, we can assume already from them, from the time that it was written, that uh, if there's anything that's being, if any child is born, it's not from this husband. So now, Maskevla Rav Nasan Bar Lishmuel. Rav Nasan Bar asked the following question to Shmuel. achas zu asura So what's going to happen? Let's say he has two different wives, and... And so here the the phraseology is they're in the, in the, in the same chutz or in the same courtyard. It means a guy has two wives. And what's going to happen? So one is going to become mother before the other one because he wrote the, the, the divorce document for one of them a month earlier. And he wrote the divorce document for the other one a month later. And when did he give them to them at the same exact time? So what's going to happen if you count three months? So one of them is going to be mother a month earlier. One of them is going to be allowed to get married a month earlier. So what's going to be? So Bai responded and says, it's not a problem according to Shmuel because look at the star, look at the document and see what it says. It says the month exactly when they when when the when the star was written, and therefore there's nothing to worry about. It's not a problem. We have a brisa like Rav, and we have a brisa that implies very strongly like Shmuel. Of course we bring the brisa which is like Rav. Somebody who sends a star a uh, divorce document to his wife. And and the messenger who was supposed to bring it, so he hung out on the on the road for three months, meaning it took him three months to get there. So once the get, the divorce document gets to her hands, so she has to wait three months. And we're not worried about the fact that this might be an, an old get. We have a concept of an old get that we don't allow them to use. And the reason that we don't allow them to use it is because we're afraid that perhaps in the interim, so the husband has had relations with his wife, and therefore we're going to have problems. Because if he had relations with his wife, and then she's pregnant. So then people are going to say, well, he already wrote the shtar, he wrote the get to be divorced three months before. And what's happening now? And, and he wasn't with her anymore because he meant to divorce her. So people will say that this child was born out of wedlock, 
in a in a inappropriate manner. So that's why we said get Yashan and old get can't be used. But in this case, it's not a problem because since the guy obviously lives far away, he hasn't been with his wife, so we don't have to be worried about such a case. So Shahri Linus Yachrima. So the Gemara says, why why aren't we worried about get get Yashan and old get because he wasn't alone with her. So there we see, like Rav, that you have to wait three months from the time that it was given. Tanaka we the Shmuel. We have a brace like Shmuel. The Hamashlish get liishtai, someone who gives a divorce document over to a third party for his wife. He says, don't give it to her until after three months. So once it's given to her, so she's allowed to get married right away. And in this case as well, we aren't worried about get yashan, that it might be an old get and he might have had relations with her, because the cases where he didn't have any kind of, he wasn't seen alone with her. So here we see like Shmuel, that you count three months from the time that it was written and not from the time that it's given. These three rabbis, they did it from the time that it was written, they would count the three months. However, so they would count from the time that it was actually given over. The Hilchas Hamishas Ksiv and the Lacha is like Shmuel, that it goes from the time that it was written. Itmar, we learned in a memorandum. We have a concept of Shemitah, the seventh year, the sabbatical year. So if you live in Israel, or whether you don't live in Israel, no matter what, so the seventh year after Shemitah is over, so the, the loans, all loans get cancelled. So now, when a person, when a woman gets divorced, so there's a Ksuva. The Ksuva is, it says that her husband, her previous husband has to give her some kind of restitution, it was her money. So the question is, when is this considered a personal document? Because until now it's been a, it's almost like a public document. It's a document that was written by Bestin, but it wasn't something that was ready to be used yet. At what point does it become considered that it's ready to be used, a personal document that can be collected such that Shemitah will cancel it? From what time, at which point, uh, what does she have to do in order for it to be considered a personal document and therefore Shemitah will cancel it? Rav says from the time that she does one of two things. Tifkai means that she actually takes from the from the, what's supposed to be given to her. Unless it says in the in the Ksuva that, that uh, he agrees that if he divorces her, he's going to give her a piece of land. So as soon as she tar- starts to take from that piece of land, so now, even though she hasn't taken the whole thing, she took a small piece, let's say, of that land, she started to use it. So now it's considered that she started to collect from her Ksuva, and now the rest of it is considered to be owed to her and therefore this document now acts as a personal document and Shemitah can cancel it out so that's the first step you need Tifkaim where she starts to do take some kind of part of it Vitizkaif is where she goes and she brings the people who are supposed to pay it in this case so the the Baal the previous Baal he died and the case is where she's coming now to collect from her children the Asomim or her stepchildren and therefore he's brought them, she has brought them to court, and therefore this tizkav means to bring them to court. And now, since she's done these two things, she shows that she's serious about collecting, and therefore now it takes on the properties of a personal document, and Shemitah will cancel it. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says no. You don't need both steps, all you need is one step. Even if she just went and she took something from the property without actually bringing them to court, even if she took them to court without actually taking anything from the property, she has showed that she's serious about collecting from this document, and therefore it becomes personal, and therefore Shemitah cancels it out. So again, Rav says you need both steps, and Shmuel says you do not need both steps. We have a brace like Rav, we have a brace like Shmuel. We have a brace like Rav that says you need both steps. When is it that 
Shemitah will cancel out a Ksuvah, Misha Tifkaim, Vitizkaif. So when, when you do both things, when you, when she starts to take from it, from the property, and when she already has brought them to court. Pagma v'lai zakfa, zakfa v'lai pagma, if you only did one of them, eina mishametes, ajitivkaim v'tizkaif. So if you only did one of them, so Shemitah will not cancel it out, because it's still considered not a personal document, until she does both things. Tanika v'sidi Shmuel, we have a brisa that implies like Shmuel, oines v'knas upitui uksuvas isha, these are different monies that can be owed to a woman if she was raped or if, if there is a money that there's a knas, some kind of fine that's supposed to be paid to her or there's money because of the fact that she was seduced or the money from the ksuva, shezak from the milva, that they were brought into court and the person wants to, wants to, wants to collect. Mishamtin. So at this point, Shemitah will cancel them out, meaning the money that's owed, Shemitah will come and say that you don't owe the money anymore. Vimlav, ain't Mishamtin. But if you haven't gotten to this step where you've taken to court, then it won't cancel it out. When is it considered that you've come to collect? Only when you brought them to court in order to collect. So you see again, Shmuel, this is like Shmuel who says that you only need is one step. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel said, Ksuva kemaisa bezdin damya. When you have a ksuva, it's as if it's something that was done by bezdin. Ma'amesa bezdin nechtavin biyayin v'nechtavin balayla. Just like a maisa bezdin, something that's done, some kind of act, a court act. So it, it can be written in the daytime and signed at night. Af ksuva nechtavis biyayin v'nechtavis balayla. So too, a ksuva can be written in the daytime and signed at night. Ksufti de Rabbi Barav, the Ksuva of Rabbi Barav, the son of Rav, Ichta Biyayim Vichtum Alayla. So it was written in the daytime and it was signed at night. Havarav Hasam, Rav was there. So he didn't say anything about it, meaning it was fine. He didn't bother, it didn't bother him that it was signed at night. Is this to imply that Rav holds like Shmuel, that indeed you can write it in the daytime and sign it at the nighttime, just like any court act? Our answer is that no, actually what happened was they had started writing it during the daytime, they continued to, to be involved in writing it until nighttime, and then they signed it. So since they were involved all along, therefore it's not a problem to actually sign it then. Titania is another Bryce and Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tzadik. Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Tzadik, says, When do we say that they can't sign it at night if they're not constantly involved with it? As long as they've been involved with it all along, so then it's kosher, it's just fine if it's signed at night. Now, the Gemara continues, Rabbi Shimon Machshir, this is coming back to what you said in the Mishnah, that if a get, a divorce document was written in the daytime, it was signed at night, so the Tanakhama said that it's a problem, it's not good. But Rabbi Shimon said it's not a problem. Um, Rava, Rava says, my time with Rabbi Shimon, what's the reasoning of Rabbi Shimon, why does he say that it's not a problem? Because he holds, once he already decided he's going to divorce her, so he no longer has rights to, to take the fruits. So therefore, even though it's written in the, in the daytime, so and it's going to look like she's going to be able to say that uh, that he divorced me then already, and therefore he shouldn't have the fruits, that's just fine, because it's true indeed. Rabbi Shimon holds that he can't have the fruits. Amar Rishlakish, so Rishlakish says, Rishlakish says that the only time that Rishimim says that it's kosher is only if they actually signed it that evening. But if, if, it, if it took a few days, up to 10 days, let's say, for them to sign it, it's a problem. Rabbi is not going to think that it's kosher in that case. Why? We turn the page to the Chesim base, page 18b. Chashina Shem Apies. We're afraid, perhaps, during the interim, in the interim time, so they they made up a little bit, and they had relations. And then it's going to be a, called a get yash. It's going to be an old get, like we said before. She's going get to get pregnant. It's going to look like she got pregnant while she was still married, and perhaps we will think that it came from someone else. Therefore, we don't want that to happen. So we say the Signatures have to be done right away, and it should not look like a get. Yashin, it shouldn't like, look like an old get. 
Rabbi Yechanan Omar, Rabbi Yechanan says, Afilu mikan varasar yomim. He says that even if they actually signed it ten days later, im isa de pies, if it would be true that they made up, kala isle, everyone would know about it. This matter would be well known because why? Because since they're always yelling in their house, says Rashi, since they're always making noise, they're always yelling, they're always fighting, so if all of a sudden they stop fighting, people would know about it. So therefore, we don't have to be worried about such a thing. And therefore, they can sign it even 10 days later. Itmar, we learned in a memory, 10 people, he said to 10 people, write a get, write a divorce document for my wife. Amar Biachan, Biachan says, Shnayim Mishum Eidim, so two of them have to sign, Kula Mishum Tanai, the rest of them sign only because when he says that he wants her to be embarrassed. But he does want them all to sign, and therefore their signatures are necessary, but they're not going to be considered witnesses, and we'll see what the ramifications of that is soon. Rish Lakish Amar, Rish Lakish says, Kula Mishum they're all considered witnesses. Hey, what's the case? If he did not say to them, all of you, if a person says to ten people, write a divorce document for my wife, one person writes it, and two people sign it. So if he didn't say, if he didn't say all of you, so then only two people are going to be signing it. So what are we talking about here? He said to, he said to them, all of you, I want you all to be involved. My Benayu. So what's the difference between Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish? So we have the following difference. The Chasum Betray Minayu, Biyayme. If two people signed on it on the same day, Be'enach Mikan Vadasar Yomim. And then the other people signed up to 10 days later. Going to the one who says that the issue here, they're not actually signing as witnesses, but rather just because he wants them to be written in there. Kosher. So according to him, it's kosher because the witnesses only have to sign, only the people who are significant witnesses have to sign right away. But the other ones can sign whatever they want. He just wants them to be signed there. But according to the one who says that they all have to be witnesses, so then they would have to sign right away. They couldn't wait until 10 days later. Inami, another case where we can have a difference between Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish, if it turns out that one of them is actually a relative or someone who's not a kosher witness, the one who says that it's just a condition, he really just wants two of them. So the other eight, they're, they're not actually witnesses, and therefore it's okay, even if, if one of them are found to be not a kosher witness. But the one who says that, no, he means that they should all be proper witnesses, possible. so it's going to ruin the get. There are those who say in this case, Rashi explains the cases where you have them all signing on the same day. You have 10 people signing. The first two, one of the first two is a karov, a relative or apostle, someone who is not a kosher witness. So there are those who say that it's kosher and there are those who say that it's apostle. Amrila kosher tanaihu. The one who say that it's kosher is because it was just a condition. Therefore we can always say the one, the one who signed who's not good, he didn't mean that that guy should be a, an aide. Amrila apostle, there are those who say that it's apostle, even according to the one who says it's a, a tanai. Why? Because people will make a mistake and say, look, this case they all signed and one of them is no good and people will start to say that a person who's not a kosher witness is allowed to be, is allowed to sign on a star, on a document. So therefore we don't want that to happen. So therefore it's possible. There was a person who said to ten people, Kisfu Ishti, write a divorce document for my wife. What happened? Two of them signed, and the rest of them signed over the next ten days. So they came in front of Bishub and Levi and they asked him, What's the halacha? Amar So he answered, we come on to the top of 19a, 
it, it's very kidai. It makes sense to depend on Shimon. He's good enough to depend on, so to speak. B'shashat in a case where uh, we have no choice, meaning he went off to Medina Sayyam, the, the husband, he, either he died or he passed away or he ran off to a faraway land. So if we have no choice, we'll depend on him. Meaning, we'll say that it's kosher, even though they signed later. Wait, didn't Rishlakish say that Shimon only said it's kosher right away? Meaning, if they only saw, if they signed right away, so, uh, but if they signed after ten days, no. So he answered the Gemara answered by he severely. In that regard, so Rabbi Shimon Levi holds like Rabbi Yechanan that it's not true that you don't need to sign right away. If it's true that he holds like Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said Shnayim Mishum Eden Vakula Mishum Tanai. So the rest of them, you don't even need them at all. You don't need, of course, of course, it's kosher. You don't need to depend on Rabbi Shimon at all. So the Gemara answers severely. In that regard, he holds like Rishlakish that indeed they all are considered to be witnesses. Here we'll continue in the next daily daf.